0: Get ready for truth and transparency from an ocean of liberal tears. Welcome to the Blue Shark Show with your host, Mike Lang.
1: MSNBC, we have Chris Hayes, we have Joy Reid, and we even have CNN. And yes, we have ProPublica, Texas Trib, with Jeremy Schwartz, who is now Pinocchio Jer. And we have culture wars, morality wars going on between the leftist media and Granbury ISD. So people here in Granbury, in Hood County, need to realize, wake up, that the culture war, the morality war is here. They're fighting for your kids and grandkids. And really, I think we're kind of losing at this point. A little bit about Texas Trib. Texas Tribune and ProPublica is basically the same thing, but they're co-produced. And they are a nonprofit organization, nonpartisan local newsroom that informs and engages with Texans. So, what they really are is a leftist social media run organization.
2: Right. You just have to look at where their donations come from. The majority of those organizations certainly aren't conservative. We're looking at leftist, liberal type organizations that are donating to ProPublica.
3: But if you call it nonpartisan, you can fool people that consider themselves, well, I'm not part of the far right. I would you know, consider something that's nonpartisan. But if, like you said, you look at their list of donors, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as nonpartisan in elections, and there's no such thing as nonpartisan in media.
1: So let's get into the article that was written by Jeremy Schwartz, Pinocchio Jarre, says, A push to remove LGBTQ books in one county could signal rising partisanship on school boards. And this article spawned off the hate with MSNBC and CNN and basically was about, Courtney, it was about you and Melanie Graft on the school board.
2: I guess it was a slant to try and say that we were abusing our power to remove books from the school library when this couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. And, you know, this title is also a little misleading because the whole book review was started. It had nothing to do with LGBTQ books. It started because of the list of books that was sent to governor Abbott and for, sexually explicit pornographic-like material in some of these books. That was the entire reasoning behind starting this whole book review process to begin with. So to try and say it's about removing LGBTQ or being racist or anything like that is misleading from the very beginning.
3: And one thing they did get right in the article, I think, is that Hood County uh, could be signaling a rising Uh, partisan slant in school board elections, and I think the reason for that is Hood County is kind of the tip of the spear when it comes to conservative leadership and doing the right thing. And it's not just with this. I mean, you go back to the Second Amendment sanctuary thing. We were three years ahead of the curb, Courtney, uh, when we were serving on the Republican Executive Committee, making... A resolution to say there's no such thing as nonpartisan.
2: Yeah, and I believe it also brings more transparency to elections, because whenever you have an entity that handles taxpayer money, it's inherently going to be partisan because your views, whether they're conservative or liberal, are going to dictate how you choose to handle taxpayer money.
3: And we've all been fooled by people like, you remember the old trustee uh, Rhonda something or another? Uh, she campaigned as an independent. And then she got into office and said, nope, and that mask came right off.
2: Right, but you can hide behind the label of (laughs) nonpartisanship.
1: You can, and not only that, that's what TASB and TASA, the school board associations, want you to believe, that you all have to be together. You all have to unite and be one. And that's how we got into this problem of, you know, here we have the leftist media on this side and you have the supposed far right on this side not far right, just the people that are morally there, not morally bankrupt.
2: Right. And I'm proud to be a Republican. I'm proud to be a conservative. So I'm going to let the voters know that that is what I am. So when you vote for me or you don't, you know exactly what you're getting.
1: And when you talk about these books, and they had five removed right off the bat, and we had a show about that, and it was complete pornography. It was porn, flat out. And we still have people, Pie Chart Man, fighting to keep porn in the schools. And it's like, if you want your family to look at porn, do it on your own time, but don't do it on the taxpayer dime.
2: Right, exactly. There's many parents out there that don't want their 14-year-old daughter or son picking up a book and reading some of this material that was just absolutely abhorrent and had no place in a school library.
1: And let's look at MSNBC with All In with Chris Hayes and how he talks about it. And right after that, we're going to go in with uh, Joy Reid on Readout. And let's see what they say. Well, ladies and
0: gentlemen, we have reached the inevitable book-banning purge list portion of the right-wing education backlash. Began last year when a bunch of bad-faith activists whipped up a moral panic about critical race theory. Of course, it has not stopped there. Now we are seeing a very, very familiar kind of conservative wave of suppression, cloaked in concern about the children. This is happening all over the country, but it's not going unchecked. Late last year in Texas, Governor Greg Abbott, Republican, ordered education officials to, quote, develop statewide standards to prevent the presence of pornography and other obscene content in Texas public schools, including in school libraries. So some Texas districts have taken this directive and used it as a license to remove all sorts of books, especially those focusing on LGBTQ plus topics, race and racism and even sex education. The Granbury Independent School District, which is outside of Fort Worth, put together a list of more than 100 books to consider removing from its libraries. This is the list includes titles like Being Jazz, My Life as a Transgender Teen, Safe Sex 101 and Overview for Teens, and Separate is Never Equal, Sylvia Mendez and Her Family's Fight for Desegregation. They have already removed five novels by a New York Times bestselling young adult author. Earlier this week at the Granbury School Board meeting, the superintendent attacked those who were concerned about this purge. And if I did not tell you that this happened just the other day in the year 2022, you could be fooled into thinking this speech was from another era. Let's not misrepresent things. We're not taking Shakespeare or Hemingway off the shelves, and we're not going and grabbing every uh, socially, culturally, or religiously diverse book and pulling them. That's absurd. And the people that are saying that are gaslighters, and it's designed to incite division.
2: The school district in Granbury, Texas, a town of roughly 11,000 people, has created their own committee to review any books that include controversial topics currently under investigation by the state and legislature. A representative for the district, which again is in Texas, not communist China or the old Soviet Union, told a local newspaper that they basically really don't care if you don't like it. Because, quote, we understand the conservative climate of our community and that a large majority recognizes that several social and cultural topics are best left to parents and families to discuss with their children, which they won't, of course, because they feel icky about it.
0: So Granbury High School in Texas has also removed dozens of books from its school library, seen here in a now viral photo of men with a handcart literally removing the books from the premises. Um, see- One of the arguments that is made in many of these school boards is well, parents want control over what their children are learning in schools. What do you say to that argument? Well, the reality is the Supreme Court made this decision for us in 1982.
1: They get their information from people like Pinocchio Jair and Pie Chart Man, and they run with it on national news. So here we have people talking about fake issues, fake problems, fake things, When they don't even know what's going on here in Granberry ISD. I
2: know it's clearly evident that whatever information they're getting from Pie Chart Man and Pinocchio Jair, that's, that's where it stops. They look no further. I can tell you not a single one of them has reached out to me and asked me any questions about what's happening.
3: Oh, well, because what they do is they take the first article that's written and then they all bounce it off of there. Well, according to this nonprofit article that was written by this great, well-funded organization, you know, which has to be true, right? Because it's nonpartisan.
1: And that gets into another area because in the article by Pinocchio Jair, we have Peter Coyle and he's a librarian and he was with the American Library Association at some point in time that came here to Granbury in 2015 to talk about the library books. Well, let's look into Peter Coyle. So Peter Coyle throws in his two cents worth with Pinocchio Jarre, and the background on Peter Coyle is um, he's with the Rainbow Roundtable News, the Gay, Lesbian, Bisexual, and Transgender Roundtable, and his professional concerns he's like he would like to see the glbtrt reach out to ala the library association members so peter coyle believes in certain things that i don't believe in and he's pushing his agenda and you can say okay i'm pushing the agenda from what i believe so folks grandparents parents If you look at this, this is the kind of thing that's going on in your schools, your American Library Association, that if you don't watch it and we don't watch what's going on, they're going to be running your kids instead of you, the parents.
2: And Peter Coyle was quoted as saying that it was obvious that there was a portion of the community that was not happy with the outcome and that he was referring to the library issue back in 2015. And he goes on to say that they wanted their way and they want to impose their view on anyone and everyone because they feel that they're right. But really it's the other way around. We want that agenda out and away from our children as parents, we want to protect them from that agenda, the agenda that Peter Coyle and other people like him want to push on our children.
3: One thing that Peter Coyle did get right is that we are right. In reference to where he stands, we are actually far right. And according to Pie Chart Man, we are a far right Christian nationalist. Pinocchio
1: Joe interviews another person, place, or thing, and his name, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's Vo Jo Su, an assistant professor of rhetoric and writing. Vo Jo Su is non-binary. What does that mean?
2: I don't know.
1: So Anybody? you can, he or she may be a they. he one day or a she next day. So I don't know if he or they or
3: He, she, they, to day to day. You are teaching them from a young age these false narratives about who they are and what they will have to unlearn, and you're depriving
1: them of resources and communities they will need to do so. And this is kind of the problem. We're having a little bit of fun with this article from Pinocchio, and We're kind of making fun of all this, but you have to remember when you're talking about non-binary, one day you want to be a man, one day you want to be a woman, the next day you want to be something else— it's hard enough for that person who is confused to know who they are. But you're teaching or trying to teach children every day about non-binary and who's what and who's who. And and that's the problem that we're starting to face here. And I can tell you, folks, there's two genders, two, not 74, not whatever you want to be today and tomorrow. There's male and female.
3: And we don't need to be normalizing that transgender, non-binary, whatever you want to call it, lifestyle. I mean, t- why would we use public education to normalize that unless we had unpure motives? Unless, perhaps, we were communists.
1: And as we move along with this article that went on forever that seemed to be bashing GISD and everybody around it, now remember that Texas Tribune and Pinocchio Jair are nonpartisan, and they're supposed to be doing everything and in investigating abuse of power. But yet we've given you these people in the article and who he thinks are the experts at what's going on in society, what's going on in public schools. Let's bring in Jonathan Friedman, Director of Free Expression and Education at a nonprofit profit PEN America. Sounds great, right? Colleges, college campuses, director of free expression. I'm for that. You want to pretend that you're something else, pretend you're something else, but don't teach my kid that it's normal.
2: Right. It's pretending for a reason because it's not reality.
1: So you bring in Jonathan Friedman and ask him a few questions about what's going on in Hood County and on the school board and that, you know, what's going on with the policies and the list of books. So, Penn America nonprofit on paper looks good and you go to influence watch and it says defend free expression yeah who doesn't want to defend free you know expression how can Everybody. you be against that yeah yeah so you dig a little bit deeper and you find out you know who the president is who's running the organization and it's Lauren Embry look it up folks influence watch is a great tool to look at some of these nonprofit organizations Lauren Embry is a left-leaning advocacy philanthropist and president of Embry Family Foundation. Embry has quoted the Bible to justify funding Planned Parenthood, who... Kills is, babies. Yes. Murders. Yeah, murders babies. Murders, murders, yeah. Yep. yeah. Then you go to the biggest donor, one of the biggest donors of Penn America and its Cultures of Resistance Network. And it is a... Radical left anti-war environmentalist and social change organization funded by activist Laura Lee and her deceased husband. So when you start digging and peeling back the onion on these things that Pinocchio Jair is putting in the article to fight the culture war and moral war against GISD, these are the things that we are faced with when you follow the money.
2: And it's really a war for your children's minds. And there's a reason they like to go after the children because as when they're young and their brains are still developing, it's easy to teach them that certain things are acceptable or not acceptable. Um, it's a much easier thing to teach and solidify as the brain is developing than it is to undo it. So, you have the older generation that is more right wing or conservative, that are, you know, marriages between one man and one woman, and you have male and female gender, they won't get that type of resistance from the younger generation as they grow up because they've already implanted it into their minds when they were young and their brain was still developing. It's a lot easier to do it then than it is to change it after they're older and they've already had the idea implanted in their brain. So, I mean, bottom line, this comes down to whether you're okay with sexualizing our children or not. And that is something I did run on in my campaign, that I, I was very verbal and vocal about not sexualizing our children and that we need to stop. The school is not the place For sexualizing our children, the school is not the place for children to express themselves sexually. It is a place where children should be going to learn the basics, reading, writing, arithmetic, and the other morality stuff needs to be taught in the home.
3: Like we said before, it's cool to see Hood County be the tip of the spear in so many ways. And, um, you know, to the viewers, I hope we just keep doing what we're doing because clearly it's working. The radical far leftists are pulling their hair out, much like mine, is gone. And, uh,
1: you know, just keep up the good work. When you look at the swamp media and you have Pinocchio Jerry, you have Reed out, you have Chris Hayes and all those people, even Joy Reed says it, you know, she believes that the government basically is the parents of the child. And it's the other way around. The parents have to step up and hold the school and the government accountable. And we're talking about all these books and pornography taken out of the libraries, out of curriculum. And for me, you have to say, why are we even having a fight on taking this out? Because it never should have been put in. We have to have people that are employed and put in place that don't bring that in initially. And then we won't have a problem with taking anything out. So there has to be a gatekeeper in the very beginning that lets all this pornography in. And I bet you it's part of the liberal swamp media and their agenda, along with all their little helpers all through the community. So Granbury ISD, you are in a battle with the swamp media on a national level, on a local level, and you have people here fighting every day like pie chart man to take things away from conservative Christians and take the morals and values that you hold dear and run right over you. And it's time that the people stand up and say enough is enough. Shark show up.